Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello again, and we're back for another edition of the CIO Office Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. Back with Stuart Haslam, the Head of Communications for the International Private Bank, and I'm very pleased to welcome our Chief Investment Officer himself, Mr. Christian Nolting. Christian, how are you doing? Stuart, good talking to you again. It is indeed. It's been, uh, well, it's been a, a month or so for you and I. We've had some holidays in between um, and we've had some pretty interesting times on the markets. I think last time we spoke, it was very gloomy. There's still some you know, dark clouds on the horizon, but let's flick to equities because the result uh, across the board, really, and particularly on the S&P, has been very positive since the beginning of, of July, at least. What's your take and, and some of the factors behind that, Christian? Yeah, first of all, important to to state, right? So even if it's super gloomy and if, if a lot of negative news is priced in, so there's not a one-way direction for the market. I think that's the good news. There's also some recovery, which we've seen. And as you rightly say, especially on the U.S. equity side, I think uh, mainly two drivers. So first, certainly, is inflation coming down. If you look at inflation expectations, they have been coming down. We have been seeing lower energy prices, especially, for example, if you look at oil, which has a positive impact on inflation. And we got the inflation print just uh, recently in the U.S., uh, where the month-on-month on CPI was 0.0. So from that perspective, that's good news. That was even better than expected. And to a certain degree, that all this uh, fear about moving into hyperinflation is abating a little bit. But let's not forget the Fed will still continue to hike and we still have a very, very strong labor market in the US. So I wouldn't call the inflation topic off, but we seem to be right with the statement. We have seen some peaks now in July and, and probably in August in the inflation camp in the US and Europe might follow, but a bit later. So I think that was good news. The other good news is certainly, and I think that was the main driver, the earnings season where a lot of the companies, especially in the growth sector and the US market is a bit more tilted to growth than to value, if you say, and compared to other markets in general, most of the companies gave a quite decent outlook. And from that perspective, I think that was a positive sentiment, which was helping markets to also move in another direction, which of course is welcome to the upside. Well, look, it certainly is, Christian, and and I'm, I'm... Well, interested, I think, in some colleagues that uh, some comments that one of our colleagues, Dirk Steffen, the chief investment strategist in Germany for, well, globally, for, isn't he, for the private bank? He made some comments to Bloomberg saying that there is still room left to run in this S&P rally. What's your take on that? And do you agree with Dirk? Yeah, of course, we've discussed uh, in our strategy meetings what we think, uh, and we have, uh, in fact, increased our exposure to U.S. equities. Um, maybe there is some room because from, from our perspective, the negative clouds for the time being are a little bit going away. As I said, the earnings season has nearly just finished. So next one only coming uh, beginning of October. And that might be a tougher one by then from, from our perspective because uh, we forecast the U.S. economy to be be weaker in the first half of 2023. So we go for a mild recession there. And I'm not sure the outlook at that point in time would be the same, have the same positivity as we've seen before. But until then, uh, look, we have the Fed, but that's priced in. From that perspective, if there's not massive hiccups uh, on the geopolitical front, uh, I think the sentiment has turned a little bit. And from that perspective, I agree. We could have more run uh, to go uh, or we have more room to go from that perspective. But uh, I think we also agree we should not get euphoric on this. There's still a lot of risks out there in the market. 
Yeah, indeed, lots of risks. And one of those core risks, obviously, is that inflation. And we had the print last week. Um, is it our house view that core inflation really has peaked? Or, you know, what do you think are some of the risks to a statement of that nature? No, I would subscribe to the view it has peaked at the super high levels. But what's what's concerning me a little bit is that the market has seemed to already discuss that inflation levels go back to the levels we have been seeing before. We disagree with that. We think inflation will stay elevated. Again, not at these levels we have been seeing nearly going to double digit, but it will stay elevated. There are second round effects. We have wage growth. We have a strong labor market, especially in the US. Uh, and here, I think the market is a bit too optimistic that inflation numbers will go down to levels, as I said, we've been seeing before, we are not in that camp. And from that perspective, that could be uh, something the market needs to digest. So I like the euphoria about this inflation, but uh, from our point of view, it will stay elevated, something we shouldn't forget. Yeah, indeed. Look, last question as uh, as we tidy up the podcast for today, Christian. I know, you know so many of our listeners are deep into holiday season. I'm hoping that they're tuning in from the beach or, or, or up in the mountains and enjoying um, the lovely sunshine that we're seeing, you know, across much of the northern hemisphere. But I want to take a look back to one of the previous conversations we had um, around your last uh, CIO day with your colleagues. And you talked about some of the equity market drivers um, at that time. I'm not going to go over um, old ground, but I wondered if, um, you know, and we have spoken a lot about equities. I think it's very relevant for our listeners on this call. What do you think are the top two or three drivers since that time? Um, and how can investors take stock of those um, in the forward look as we come back from the holidays into much busier and probably many, you know, much more liquidity uh, into September? Yeah, I'm glad you bring this up, uh, Stuart, because we looked at markets, uh, as you remember, from from different angle, um, using a model looking at volatility on the one hand and also uh, real rates here in this case on the US. And we thought, is that really tracking the market? And if I update this, this was in June to now, we have seen the, the S&P roughly rising from 3,800 to 4,200. And that model explains this very well. So we had a decline in volatility measured in terms of the VIX index, and we have seen U.S. real rates to fall. Uh, and that roughly is 400 index points. So you can calculate this, and that's actually the move we have been seeing. By the way, switching to Europe, for example, looking at Germany, the DAX, the same model applies as well, which I think is very interesting. So we've seen that decline in the VIX as well, roughly 850 index points on the DAX, and then U.S. real rates roughly six. 600 basis points. We could also and needed to deduct, by the way, another 1,000 index points by the Ukraine situation, which has not, let's say, gotten better because there's a lot of discussion on gas, which is weighing on the markets. So from that perspective, European markets, if you ask for a positioning, are at a much higher discount on them to the US than we have been seeing before. So that's clearly there. However, we think that will stay. Uh, I would say for the time being, uh, we, we think there's maybe more room to go for the US. We are more cautious and remain underweight on the European uh, markets because we think sentiment might not uh, improve, unfortunately, over the next week. So I think, as you say, uh, rightly, if liquidity is coming back to markets, uh, I don't think that's coming with a positive sentiment change, uh, change unfortunately. So it's more focused on the US uh, and less so on Europe at this point in time. Christian Nolting, our Chief Investment Officer for the Private Bank, thank you so much for your time. To all of our listeners, we hope you are enjoying some quiet times over August and we look forward to continuing to keep you updated on the markets in our CIO Weekly Investment Podcast. This has been Stuart Haslam with Christian Nolting. Have a great week and bye for now.
This podcast may be considered marketing material. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount you originally invested. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, and by Germany's Central Bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC, and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The product, services, information, and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2021, Deutsche Bank AG, and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied, or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG. In Europe, Middle East, and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this material is considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions, and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains, losses, and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk.